You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk. Now, my next guest is a fellow country person of mine. Uh, we, we were born, both born in Ireland, but Kathleen, you were born in a completely different part of Ireland to me. So tell us a wee bit about, about the place of your birth. Well, I was born on the west coast of Ireland and I lived in a very, very rural area. Um, the, the place closest to me was over one mile to, to get to, so it was, it was very, very, very rural. I, I, um, it, was just, it was just the family of my, my, my four siblings and, and my parents. Um, we, you know, we went to school, um, very small school, really. Um, and then I went on to secondary school. That <laughs> was a bit of a challenge because I was a bit, I was a bit naive, really, and, and the other people were sort of quite posh, and, um, and I was a bit sort of out of place. But I did. It took me a while to, to, to uh, get through it, and I did actually manage to stay there. It was, it was very unusual at that time in Ireland to be able to stay on. Because um, you stayed on to eighteen, didn't you? I stayed on until eighteen, which meant, although we were <laughs> we weren't wealthy at all, we had to pay. You know, um, up until fourteen, it was free, but after that, you had to pay. So, in some ways, I was quite lucky to be able to do that, because there were four of us. My brother went to the sec- the. Uh, what school was it that my brother went to? The technical school. My brother went to the technical school. And uh, we went to the convent school, which was quite a... <laughs> yes, you, 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 you had to behave yourself in the... A few challenges. If you, if you weren't behaved, then you would have been oh, yes. sharply punished. The, well, there was no such thing as not behaving yourself in that school. It just didn't happen. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I got through it. And, and um, then I came over to England again very naive person turning up to london of all places completely well you would have found it coming from a very rural background coming to the big smoke as it were that would have been quite daunting absolutely completely completely daunting but but uh, but i got there but i have all these sort of uh, conditions that i didn't even know i had i had something called face blindness i don't know if people know about it. No, let's assume they don't know anything about it. Tell me, how does that impact you? It's not to do with my eyesight, it's to do with my brain. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, I look at people and I might recognise them, I might not. I mean, on one occasion I didn't recognise myself. I was um, looking at a photograph with myself and my sister from my son's wedding. Um and I didn't recognise myself, and for some strange reason, I recognised my sister. Um, there were times when I didn't recognise my own children, lots of time, and I would recognise them. And I, I, I was, um, what's, uh, the university, the, uh, Bournemouth University, where I was, where I was assessed as a, and of course, it, it, it made a lot of sense. Because I did something absolutely ridiculous, really. I became a teacher. And the teacher who doesn't know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you clearly were very brave, Kathleen, and so on. Was it a wee while before your face blindness was diagnosed? You said a university assessed you. Uh, I mean, did you get a, an early diagnosis for no, the face? No, no. I was, I was just about to retire when I... So it was when, quite a long time then. When I got the diagnosis, I was going through all this time and... Um, not recognising people going into the wrong classes, all sorts of things. And how did people react to well, you doing that? People used to get really annoyed with me. Because mm. they didn't know you, you had a disability. No, no nobody, knew, nobody, knew I, nobody knew I had a disability and I would go in, I would go into the wrong class. I would, I would be very, very careful. All these boys, and they were all 16 years old and they all looked about the same age, and I would write down all their names and... Um, but then I'd get muddled anyway. Um, so it was really, really quite difficult. Mm. Um, it, was, it was difficult anyway. It, 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 was, it wasn't just when I was teaching and people would think, oh, for goodness sake, why, why can't you be bothered to, to remember people's names? And I suppose because you didn't have the diagnosis until fairly late, you were probably confused yourself about... I was very confused. I knew I had a very, very serious problem. I always knew I had a serious problem, but I had no idea what it was. I didn't think there was such a thing as face blindness. I'd never heard of it, and nobody else had heard of face blindness either. But um, And then at school, um, and I used, I used to get all muddled when I went to secondary school, to this posh school, and I was way out of the thing, and uh, they were all seemed to know what they were doing apart from me, and uh, it was... <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose you, you must have felt as if you were a bit stupid. Although, oh, I did. Although oh, yeah. clearly you weren't stupid at all, you know. Because I wasn't the only. I wasn't the only one that thought I was stupid. They all thought I was stupid, <laughs> or they thought I, you know I couldn't be bothered, or I was careless, or and it couldn't be further from the truth. But therein lies a big problem, Kathleen, because even now, even today, there are lots of people who have conditions, medical conditions or whatever, who are still not diagnosed. Absolutely, yes. Uh, you know, whether it's dyslexia or, you know, or whatever it is, because um, people can be like you have been uh, in a dark place simply because they haven't been properly diagnosed. Exactly. Um, mm. I mean, well, I've, I've, I've got, <laughs> as, if, as if that wasn't enough, I've got this problem with, with I was left-handed. And... Um, but, but but being left left-handed in a neutral way, you know, when you when you when you're writing, you write like that. Yes, but left I, to right, yeah, or right to I, left. But I was writing in that way, the opposite direction, totally opposite, totally opposite direction, and of course, I was forcefully changed to my right hand, and that affected me really, really badly. I don't know my left from my right. I don't know north and south, east and west. I didn't even, I couldn't even. No, when I was breathing in and when I was breathing out, it's all affected. When when you were diagnosed and then, if you like, the pieces of the jigsaw puzzle began to fit into place, it must have been a tremendous relief to you. It was, but, in, but, but because I realised that there was a problem with my brain. So that was quite a shock to me. You know, I knew I had a problem, and but when I discovered that I... That the, that the problem was my brain. That was quite a that was quite a shock. Um, that there was something wrong with my brain, and um, and it took a good while for me to to, 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 to accept it. Yeah. To accept and that was it, was it something that that couldn't be cured? Yeah, it it couldn't. I mean, they came up with some with some suggestions. I mean, I, I sort of 
have my own things to 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 live with it. A lot of people think I've you know that I've, I've I'm making it up. A, a, a lot of people think oh yeah, and, and and of course what people say to me is, you haven't got face blindness, you recognise me. Thing is, I recognise some people and I don't recognise other people. And I think in some way, if I didn't recognise anyone. It might be well, that would be. I mean, for example, I mean, clearly we have met for the first time today. Yeah. But are you saying that maybe if we were to meet, say, tomorrow, that you wouldn't necessarily recognise me as Blair? I might not recognise you at all. You might, but you may not. I might. That's the, that's the confusion of it. I might. I might recognise you. I might not recognise you. Of course, in my knowing, I would say to you, Kathleen, that's Blair. Yeah. Well, well when, when, when I was diagnosed just before I retired and I told my... Uh, what's in, I, I keep forgetting words. I, um, the, the, the one who was... What's, in, what's the word? The, uh, the one who was my kind of my boss word, uh, whatever she was. And when I told her about it, then every time I saw her, she told me who... who who she was, because then she knew that I had this condition. But up until then, they would just get irritated by me. And I suppose, you see, that's the importance of diagnosis, isn't it? So It's also, of course, people can be very quick to judge. Oh, yes. Uh, we do this all the time, don't we? We, we make do. all sorts of adjustments about people, but we don't really know the, the things that they may be struggling with and so on. No. Now, if we turn our attention to faith, because obviously you're a woman of faith <laughs> and a praying woman, how did your faith develop? Was that way, way back in your early days in Ireland? Well, yeah, um, it was difficult in Ireland um, because, you know, back then, you know, what, 70 years ago, it was very different, especially in, uh, you know, Southern Ireland. It was, it was, it was, it was very, very... A bit different. backward, really. <laughs> yes, and, and, and I'm fairly certain that when I was in primary school, nobody ever told me that God loved me. Never, ever. With, 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 with and that was a Catholic school, was it? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. It was, uh, there was plenty about all sorts of other things, but it was never, ever mentioned. Um, so, but yeah, I did, I, I mean, I did go through difficult times with, 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 uh, well, with Catholicism, really. Um, because there were quite a few issues with Catholicism. Um, over 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 time, but uh, I, I'm, I just feel that God was sort of reaching out to me because um, of sort of everything that was happening. Well, of course, He would have known exactly what was wrong with you because He created you. That's right. And, yeah. uh, and I guess you would have had some interesting conversations with Him yeah. about, but maybe fixing you. Well, yes. So uh, I did, which is how I came to be. Uh, writing these poems, um, and um, it's a it's a very strange thing, really. I think you know. I did write a poem when I was thirteen, I think, and that was quite a difficult one. Um, and then I didn't start writing again until uh, two thousand, I think it was. Um, but what would happen is, I don't sleep very well. Um, I never did. And I would wake up in the middle of the night, and this is kind of the first poem that I was going to that I was going to read. And I'd woke woke up in the middle of the night, um, and sometimes I would sit up, and sometimes, I'd and then it occurred to me that I might I might not be the only person who is awake in the middle of the, the middle of the night. And I'm thinking, all these people who who are awake 
in the night, and I just felt I I I, this, I had a what's the word? This is this is where I lose. This is where I this is where I I, I lose my words. Um, yeah, I just felt that there was some connection with them and um, all these people. Um, well, why don't you read us the poem, which is called "Prayer of the Broken During the Night." Uh, where are we now? Um, that's on page three. No, no, it's, it's praying together during the night. I had to do it. Yeah. That's fine. You Pr- praying, praying together during praying the night. Together. Let me find it. And that's on page four. Yeah, praying together during the night. Okay. Praying together during the night. Good morning to everyone praying with us at this moment. Good morning to you, whatever part of the world you are in. Good morning to all who are praying silently, contemplating or meditating. Good morning to all who are praying the Psalms or using set prayers. Good morning to all who are praying with scripture. Good morning to all who are praying with a broken heart. Good morning to all who are praying full of joy. Good morning to all who are praising God and to all who are shouting at God. Good morning to all praying with certainty and to all praying with confusion. Good morning to all who don't know why you are praying and to all who don't know that you are praying. Good morning to everyone, whatever your denomination, whatever religion you are, whatever religion you are not. We now join our diverse prayers together and present them to God. Whatever word we use for God, or whatever our understanding or confusion of God is. We silently and hopefully wait now. We don't know what we are waiting for or why we are waiting. But at some time, we may get an insight into a question we didn't even know we were asking. Well, let's have your first piece of music. And it's, it's called Last Night I Had the Strangest Dream. Yeah, yes. why, why this one, Kathleen? Last night I had the strangest dream. It's, it's really... This is to, this is to do with with war, really, um, um, and I was I was very aware of the possibility of war, even as a very young child. Mm. I, I was I was I, w- I was I was I was really really aware uh, of the possibility of war back in you know over seventy years ago, and I. Um, and I would listen carefully to the radio. I was a very strange child, and I would listen, you know, uh, Russia, you know, um, and you know, and what might happen. And and I always used to say, and at one time that they they turned the radio off because I was so disturbed by it. I was so disturbed by the possibility of war. And then at the end of it, I would say. Will there be war? Will there be thunder? And I was as concerned about thunder as I was as a child. I was as concerned about thunder as I was about war. But I was very, very aware of it. And, and my mother said to me, she was, she was concerned about me. And she said, oh, nobody will, nobody will worry about, about Ireland. You know, it's just a, 
uh, saying nothing really. And of course, somebody else said, "Oh no!" Um, <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> some, 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 somebody else said that. But of course, the war. That war might not have happened, but look at the wars now, and 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 um, and I think you know when will the wars end? You know mm. we've got Ukraine, we've got so many things. Well, let's have a listen to it. Yeah, okay then. Last night I had the strangest dream I never dreamed before. all agreed. To put an end to war. Well, Kathleen Carter is my very special guest today, and we're talking about her early life in the west coast of Ireland. And some of her disabilities, of course, face recognition is maybe something that perhaps you haven't heard of before. In fact, it was quite new to me. But to Kathleen, of course, it was a major disability, and one which, of course, was very much misunderstood when she was at school, and indeed right into her professional life uh, but she writes the most amazing poems and you've heard one of them so when when did the whole poem writing begin Kathleen I mean I think you said you were 13 when you wrote your first one well yeah but that was that was way back uh, I think there were a couple of them but it only started really I think round about 2000 um, uh, when they started and they usually started started again because I'm a very bad sleeper I would wake during up during the night during the night I would wake up in the middle of the night and all of I always felt as if I hadn't written those poems that they were just given to me mm-hmm. uh, when uh, when I woke up and I'm thinking if I, if I don't get up get my pen and paper I'll have forgotten about it and so uh, and then of course I've got my husband trying not to wake him up and uh, get a pen and paper and go into somewhere else and 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 write uh, and write my poems and were you able I mean I know you you, you've put them into a little book and the book hasn't been published uh, as yet but were you able to uh, let people know about your poems how did you how did you uh, present them well, I, I have I have given the books to to some people and and uh, other people, but some of the people that that I gave them to, it it really resonated with them, and and I was thinking, you know, if I have been given these p- poems, um, then it, if it resonates with anybody, then I would like to share to share it with them. Of course, there will be people who won't be interested. I mean, that's fine, yeah. But there there are people who are. And of course, you self-published this little book that I'm holding in my hand at the moment and, and so on. How many copies did you have printed? For that one, I had 40. I have now got another one and this one is to do with um, face blindness and um, mental health. And this one I have just... Um, I'll, I'll leave it there for now. This is... Uh, and. Uh, what I would love to be able to do, do you want? That's fine. Oh, uh, sorry. Second, oh. Yeah, just talk into the microphone. Oh, yeah, I'm, yes. Yeah. Oh, no, yes. I, I, um, uh, I, I, I wanted to, um, to... I myself have got mental health issues uh, and I have worked with a lot of young people with mental health as well. And that is something that I would like to be able to help young people. I wasn't always great myself with it, but I uh, 
did what I could. Um, and, and these ones that I've written now, I've given to some of the people and they've actually found it very, very helpful uh, about the, the mental health. And also I have written about face blindness. So well, would, you, would you like to select something else to read us now? Yeah, the next one I have got on here is uh, just just for me. That's on page six, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Should I read that one now then? Yes, read that, Kathleen. That is uh, that is quite um, a, a short one, um, and it's it's called "Just for You." May you see the vision that is only there for you. May you hear the voice that is meant for you alone. May you savour the aroma that is only yours to savour. May you taste the food that only you can taste. May you embrace the tender touch that is only meant for you. And may it all travel with you through the joy and the sorrow until you reach the home that has been prepared especially for you. Mm, I like that. That's a nice poem, that. Yeah. Did you find, I mean, with all of your your disabilities and I guess considerable amount of misunderstanding, Kathleen, uh, how did God encourage you? Um, I mean, that is sort of... Um, Quite, quite, quite a difficult. The thing that I felt that that God encouraged me. And I'm going to find it now. Is um, let me see if I can find it. You know me. Uh, oh yes, it's this beautiful image that I was given. It's, it's on page sixteen, um, and it was the the um, the image of the Trinity that I was given, and um, it was. Um, it's very difficult um, to to kind of anybody to understand it, but uh, what what I see is the father and the son coming together, and then it's surrounded by the Holy Spirit. Mm. And my my image of that is that you know it's 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 like something that you can sort of be inside, and I could bring in into this beautiful image i mean it's 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 it's, it's not an actual image it's a, it's you know it's 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 an image that i have got in your head yes yeah, and of course you've written a song called beautiful a, a poem called beautiful image as well yeah i have yeah are you going to read that to us i wasn't going to read that today why do you okay. think do well, you... well read it to us and then it might, it might help people to get an idea yeah it's 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 um it's what i call um the beautiful image and it's um and well, shall I read it? Um, yeah. Beautiful image. I can't remember when I was given a beautiful image of the Trinity. Probably during the night. All I know is it was quite some time ago. I use my hands to have a visualisation of what it might look like. The Son emanates from the Father and the Holy Spirit surrounds it in such a way that it encompasses everything. It might be seen perhaps in some way like a cave. 
and I am overwhelmed by this image, but I could never draw it. Twilight Clark drew a beautiful interpretation of my description, which was not quite what I had in mind. But then I realised that it would be fantastic to see other people's interpretations. Twilight's image is on page 20. The image could be welcoming, could be a welcoming open door for everyone. Small enough for a few people and large enough to include the whole universe, which would then be heaven. Each morning and each night, I will hope to go into the beautiful image of the Trinity that I have been given. I will ask for help to understand when I am not the best that I could be, and when I may be beginning, in some small way, to be journeying in the direction that I need to go. Then, in the middle of another night, I was given this response. There are many, many ways and times I can enter. I can sit in silence and know that God is there. I can come in and reflect on the times that I have hurt people. I will know that I come in, I will know that the time will come when I am free. I can come in and reflect on the times that people have hurt me and I will know that the time will come when they are free. I will come in when I know that God is compassionate, that God is love and God is tender. And then there are times when we see the opposite. It is very difficult to understand. All that I can do to understand is not to understand. I see it as being the cloud of unknowing. And then I come in prayer. I pray for everyone who has asked me for prayer. I pray for my children and grandchildren and all their families. I will pray for all my relatives and friends and everyone I know. And I will pray for the world. I will pray for the people of Ukraine and the people of Russia. I will pray for the people of Taiwan and the people of China. I will pray for the people of Turkey and the people of Syria. I will pray for all the people suffering with war, earthquakes and terrorism and I hope that the whole world will be praying together I know uh, uh, listeners can't see the imagery on page 20 of your book I'm looking at it uh, now but that that poem speaks very much Catherine of tremendous intimacy you know mm. of, of God drawing close to you mm. and basically almost like putting his arms around you and saying mm. well you're special to me and mm. all of the things that are laid upon your heart that you ultimately pray some of which you you read to us there in your poem actually are things which in their own way make you almost one with the trinity father son and holy spirit mm -hmm. Let's have your next piece of music which comes from Daniel O'Donnell yeah. uh, one day at a time
course, that's uh, Daniel O'Donnell there with One Day uh, at a Time. Is that a special song for you, Kathleen? Well, yes, it is. And he's Irish as well, isn't he? Oh, well, absolutely. <laughs> yes. And, of course, his family from a rural part of Ireland as well. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. Now, obviously, your next song is about the night time. And you were saying that you don't sleep very well. That's right. Uh, yes. and, uh, and so, therefore, the night time has been the time whenever you've been getting the inspiration uh, to write these poems. Did they come on a, on a consistent basis, you know, or, or did they come sort of out of the blue every now and then? I would say it more, it, it, it comes out of the blue um, when I can't. I mean, I think I've, I've always been, I think even, even as a child, I, I, wasn't, uh, I wasn't very good at sleeping. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's, um, it's, yeah, just I'm just I'm just still within, and I I kind of I kind of um, wake up, um, you know, in the in in the middle of the night. I mean, one night I had something sort of in a way that was quite um, this was quite uh, funny, really. When I I woke up and I sat up and looked at the clock, it was three o'clock, and I'd had a surgery for a hip replacement. And I woke up, and I, and I, I thought, it's, one, it's three o'clock. Oh, they'll be going into their surgery today. They might be anxious, they might be worried, they might be okay, but they're, yeah. not, going, but they're not going to be able to eat, to eat or drink. You see. I said, so I can pray for them now, because uh, I've had my surgery, and they're, having, and they're having this, so I can pray for them now. And, of course, five weeks to the day... I was back in hospital for a much more serious surgery, an emergency surgery. Um, and I was talking to my young lady um, on here, you see, and I was thinking about how I woke up and I well, I've had my surgery now. I can pray for others. And, I mean, what, what she said, I think, was amazing. She said, um, you were praying for yourself. Mm. I mean, and that was absolutely... Right on the on the button, wasn't it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, with, yeah. without knowing it. Yeah. Have you got another? You've selected another poem to read us there. Uh, well, you? I have got. Well, um, I have got. Um, where are we now? Got final reconciliation. Shall I go with that one? Yes, that's fine. Uh, final reconciliation. That's page seven. Oh, here we are. Sorry, we can't supply you all with a book. Well, thank you for being very patient as Kathleen and I turn the pages together. But as you probably gather, that it helps Kathleen and it also helps me as well. Well, yes, because uh, uh, I, I could um, I could forget things. I I, uh, I tend to do. So this one is called Final Reconciliation. I am standing alone, facing God who, of course, I cannot see. On one side of me are all those I have ever hurt, and I turn to them and say sorry. On the other side are all those who have hurt me, and I turn to them and forgive them. Then I realise that those on my right and those on my left are the same people. Those I have hurt are those who have hurt me, and those who have hurt me are those I have hurt. Then I no longer have people on my right and people on my left. I am totally surrounded by people. I am totally surrounded by everyone I have ever met or ever known in my life. 
because I couldn't live in this life without hurting people and being hurt by them. And now, finally at the end of my life, we are reconciled. Mm, I really like that. But isn't it sad, Kathleen, that sometimes it takes us all of our life to recognise that? Yes. Mm, uh, mm. And, um, and uh, what, it, it, Yes, it is, yes. Mm, amazing. The... Um, well, let's have that little piece of music. It's just a short piece of music all through the night. Yes. And uh, this is by Sing Hosanna. Well, that's right. I mean, the, there is one by by the Welsh singer, but I thought it would be too long because it's in Welsh and English as well, yeah. Well, this is only short, but... That's we'll, right, that's but, right. I, 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 that's why I chose that one, yeah. We'll enjoy it. Yeah, we will do, yeah. It's a, a lovely song that all through the night. It, of course, the night time is very special for you, Kathleen. Well, it is. Yes, absolutely. Because um, you know, because I'm 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 awake um, a lot uh, a lot of, a, a lot of the night. I, I do sometimes uh, listen to the radio, and uh, there are there are two. That there's Premier Radio, which has got a, a one called Hope Through the Night. Yes. And then there's Radio Three uh, called all through the or through the night, I think it's through the night, and and I I, I switch between the so two. You've got nice music to keep you. That's at, right. At ease as you as you go through the as you go through the night. That's right. Now, now, Kathleen, there may be people listening to us right now, and they have some other disability. Of course, uh, yes. And of course, sometimes a disability can be tell you what you can't do. Mm. It seems to me that your story is. Recognizing what you can't do, and maybe sometimes not even understanding what you can and can't do. Mm, yes. But nevertheless, here you are in the radio studio, broadcasting, talking to me, even remembering my face and my name, which is great. But for those people who struggle, what have you learned? What would you say to encourage people who are facing maybe different sorts of mountains to the one that you have faced in your life? But nevertheless, it's a mountain to them. Well, absolutely, and uh, well, it's 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 a mountain uh, for all of us. I mean, what I was hoping to be able to do was 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 to set up some sort of group for. Um, I mean, the 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 front cover of this one is we are odd for a reason. You know, we are we are we are all odd. Um, yes, I guess we are. <laughs> <laughs> there might be one or two. <laughs> yeah, but um, we, you know, we we are, we are odd for a reason, and and. Yeah, that is something I've always thought about to be able to sort of, I've, I've, and also sharing the sharing the uh, the poems because the, some of the people I've seen them were really, really, um, you know, they, they found them really helpful, and um, so that is sort of um, what I was hoping to be able to do. It's 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 sort of. Everything sort of takes a long time, and, and uh, yeah, well, of course, people are listening to you right now. And uh, folks, if you're one of those people who would like to be in in a group that Kathleen might well start, yeah, uh, mm. uh, and you don't know how to do that, well, if you drop me a line, that's Blair C at HopeFM dot com, then I'd be very happy to connect you to Kathleen. You know, oh, because, lovely, uh, I like you. Mm. So that would perhaps be one way uh, to start. 
Um, what of all of the things? I mean, we talked about what has discouraged you a lot, Kathleen, and obviously not understanding your disability, and and I guess other people not understanding and maybe sometimes being a little bit cruel. Oh, um, yeah. But as you look back on all that now, uh, how has that impacted you, the woman that you are today? <laughs> um, yes, I mean, I sort of think that there's a lot of things that I could have done if it wasn't for this. Mm. Um, but my thing is I've got to live with the situation I'm in. That, that, that's... Um, that's the whole situation. I'm in this situation now, and I think, yeah, they could have done that. This this could have happened, but it hasn't happened. And you know, I'm kind of on the over seventy, you know. So, so. It's quite young these days, isn't it? Well, I suppose it is. Yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, the time. I mean, I, I I did work with a lot of young people with uh, mental health issues as well. Um, not always been brilliant at it, but uh, uh, and the, and actually, one of them knew that I had mental health issues. Mm. Well, that you telling them? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Without I knowing it myself, um, so it's it's um, it's quite in- well. Well, I think. People know me better than anybody else. Mm. But, but people know me better than I know myself. Mm. Um, and uh, think, oh, maybe I don't want to ask them what I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might be surprised, Kathleen. I mean, we haven't met before, and I find you a delightful lady. Oh, thanks. And I'm enjoying interviewing you. <laughs> oh, lovely. Yeah, I mean, yes. And I, I, uh, and I think that, you know, uh, I'd like to share the poems with the people who would like I have shared it with like a lot of friends and relatives and things like that um, and of course I have sent some when I have when I was having therapy for my mental health and I I gave some of my poems then and they were very moved by them very moved by mm. them yeah absolutely yeah well God works in mysterious ways isn't he and uh, and absolutely here you are on the radio I mean we would have been doing this a wee bit sooner had it not been for the fact that I had a little glimpse myself yeah but here we are we both survived well, absolutely <laughs> uh, yep. uh, whatever would you like to give us one more poem before you go um, let me have a look and see um, turn to the book again there we are um, so I've done well, shall I do that one at the end then? Um, yeah, do, do, do. Oh, yeah, Far From God, which is like from the front cover, really. Okay. Uh, um, page 15. I'm trying to be organised, but it doesn't always work for me. Um, yeah, this is, this, this is a, very, a very short one, and, and it's come as a result of the, the front cover I've got here. And it's called How Far From God. It doesn't matter how far we are from God. God can reach out to us. It doesn't matter how far we are from God. God knows where we are, and he is with us at all times. It doesn't matter how far we are from God. God can hear what we are saying and listens to every word. It doesn't matter how far we are from God. God is always very close to us. And of course, that, that is very true, isn't it? Because I guess that people around us may misunderstand us and we may have our, well, we 
We all do have our moments of panic, but actually the one who has the biggest ears of all uh, is listening all the time. And of course, we can't tell him anything that he doesn't already know. (laughs) And I guess that he is the the great encourager. Mm. We're going to go out of the programme today with Andrew Bocelli and that wonderful hymn oh, yes. uh, Amazing Grace uh, is, it, is, it, is it a favourite of yours Kathleen? Oh yes I mean, the, I mean he's, he's, a, he's a lovely singer and of course he's, he's Italian and um, I, I spent four years learning Italian and of course that was 70 years ago or 50 years ago or something but what I found really amazing is that he's blind and he was singing that song uh, I, what is it? Um, I'm blind, but now I, I see. I see, yes. I find that really, really... Once I was blind, but now I see. Well, I suppose you, you see that he had uh, inner sight. And Absolutely. I, I yes. guess that you have the same, because you couldn't write the poems that you write without inner sight. Mm, that's and, for sure. and, I, and I guess that that inspiration that you've had to write those books is dipping into that inner sight which yes. God has given you. Yes. Now, unfortunately, I would love to be able to put a copy of the couple of books that Kathleen has into your hands can't do that and she's only got limited copy but you know again if you've been blessed by this morning's program and indeed by Kathleen then just drop me a line as blairc at hopefm.com and uh, I'll talk to Kathleen and we'll see whether we can get a copy of the book yes, into yes. your hands or if you'd like to meet with Kathleen and be in that little little group anyway thank you for joining us and, and God bless you and enjoy this wonderful hymn by Andre Bocelli the sound that's it.